Michi dwellers. Oh, what a what a week it's been. Banks are falling into absolute garbage and Saturn has moved into Pisces. What does that have to do with Japanese? Absolutely fucking nothing. So that's why. <laughs> I was kind of wondering, like, like how could it relate to Japanese? I was excited to hear how you're going to tie it all. <laughs> that's okay, though. Keep going. <laughs> so uh, we've got a we got another fun episode for you today. Right. Uh, Jason, say, could you tell me what we're going to be learning about today? No. No. As in, we're going to be learning about the particle no today. Oh. Yeah, dude. So we're going to learn about the no particle today, which is used for talking about stuff that you own. In other words, if I wanted to say my or yours or his, mm. hers, or even the teachers, like sensei, no. Anyways. We're going to learn how to talk about what someone owns or possesses. And Tark, what is our next main point of the day? Next main point of the day looks like verbs of existence, such as iru versus aru. Yeah, we're going to see how those two are different and similar. And basically, base, oh, I'm like cutting out. Okay, let's try it again. Mm. Basically, I think it's those like B and P sounds like mm. Anyways, uh, basically, <laughs> that, that P just gets stuck in your mouth, huh? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> it's on the tip of the tongue. <laughs> uh, You're doing the corn sounds, the Jonathan David sounds. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever they are. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so we are going to learn about the verbs which mean to be, is, are, and am. They're similar to des. We're going to see how they're different. Now, uh, Tariq, this is a little bit different than what we said we teach, isn't it? Yeah, we kind of got a little ahead of ourselves in the uh, previous lesson. But with that being said, this episode is brought to you by Chat GPT. Hey, uh, that's not a real sponsor, but... <laughs> we're, we're trying something new today so let us know in the comments i know spotify recently added uh the ability to comment on a podcast and we're there to take feedback whenever we can so let us know what you think about the uh structure of this episode and how it goes last time we mentioned that we were going to talk about prepositions today well you got to stick around for next week because we actually want to get you ready for that lesson with the content that we have in this lesson. It will connect. These concepts build on each other, and there's a purpose behind the sequence in the things we teach. And so thank you for rolling with the flow. Let's yeah, go ahead and yeah. dive straight into today's conversation, which is in between two people. Tark, what are their names? Daisuke and Chikako. Yeah, Daisuke and Chikako are talking about a teacher, and I'm going to play the role of Chikako. I I'm Chikako. And then we're going to have Tariku-san play the role of Daisuke. Take it away. Yamada-san wa ima doku ni iru no. 
今教室にいる Now, this time around, we're going to have Tariq read the English translation and then we'll break down the Japanese slowly for you. Alright, so Daisuke says, What's that person's name again? あの人の名前なんだっけ And then Chikako says, Her name is Miss Yamada. 彼女の名前は Yamada さんだよ。And Daisuke says, What does she do for work? Yamada さんの仕事は何 And then Shikako says, Yamada san is a teacher. Yamada san wa sensei da yo. And then Daisuke says, Oh, that's why there are so many books on her desk. Da kara tsukue ni hon ga taksan arun da ne. And then Shikako says, That's right. So da ne. And then Daisuke says, Where's Miss Yamada now? Yamada san wa ima doko ni iru no. And then Chikako says, She's inside of her classroom. Ima kyoshitsu ni iru. Alright. So, Tark, what'd you think of today's conversation? Riveting. Absolutely riveting. Yeah, lots of、um, examples of people who own different things, wouldn't you say? Yeah, same way that I own most of the listener's mom. Ooh.、Mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Dead silence. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and look at the main vocabulary words from this conversation. Our first word here means her, and it also means she. And we've learned this word before in a previous lesson, haven't we, Sensei? Yeah. So take this as、yeah. a review.、Mm. Ka no jo. Ka no jo. Good. Now, our next word. Is the possessive particle that we mentioned at the beginning of the lesson. Can you tell it to me again, Sensei? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, Tark, when we combine kanojo and no, that gives us a possessive pronoun, or in other words, the word hers. Can you go ahead and say hers in Japanese? Kanojo no. And when we break this down just a little bit, we'll see more examples of how the possessive particle works. Let's go ahead and check out、uh, our next word. So, if I were to talk about Kanojo's job as a prostitute, I would say Kanojo no shigoto. 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 And that means job. And if you remember, she wasn't a prostitute, she was a sensei. Sen. Oh, yeah.、Uh, yeah, she was, she was a real sensei. <laughs> sensei of, a sensei of the sensual arts. Whoa, I think you made an alliteration there. Yeah, no.、Nah. <laughs> a sensual say. <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> Now you made it a rhyme. 
<laughs> I hate myself for it. <laughs> That's good. Love you for it, man. <laughs> yeah. So sensei is a teacher, and Tark. Often you will see a teacher in front of a whiteboard or a blackboard or in front of some diagram teaching. But when they're grading papers and stuff, where are they usually seated at? Well, in my experience, they're located at the skue. Su ku e. Skue. And that means desk. And on a tsukue, you are likely to find many books, which is our next word. How do we say book or books in Japanese? Books next to the eroizashi. Books. Hon. Ho. Mm. Hon. Nice. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jay-sensei, but within the word Japan or Japanese... The word home is included. Oh, it's true. Yep. The word for Japan in Japanese is Nihon. And the word for Japanese, like the language in Japanese language, is Nihongo. And it uses the same kanji character for book. But that's because the character for book has more than one meaning. And another one of those meanings for this character is origin copy all right so that's ni home ni home and the japanese language is ni home goal ni home goal and hon means book and origin or source and this is actually where we get the idea that, that japan is the land the of the origin of the sun you know, we call it the country of the rising sun or whatever. And oh, so the, that's really cool. Yeah, the ni means sun and hon mm-hmm. is origin. And that's where we get the idea that, yeah, the land of the rising sun. Fucking sun rises in Japan, baby. Fuck yeah, that's so optimistic. Dude, I fucking love that. It's yeah, good, right? Yeah, you got to think to yourself, like, why the Japanese people, despite all the adversity they face with natural disasters and such, are such resilient people. And I think it just boils down to the name like that. Right? Or sushi. It's one of those or two. Sushi. Or maybe Asahi beer. It could be Asahi beer. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. So, speaking of beers, uh, <laughs> I, I, hear... that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would take it that way. Anyways, keep me outside. <laughs> Next word is Takusam. 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 Yeah, it means a lot. So, if you want to say a lot of books, it would be. And uh, that's exactly what we used in the conversation. We said, which if you're smart, you would realize that doesn't mean densha. (laughs) Silly author of this podcast, who's probably me. (laughs) Couldn't be. Then who? (laughs) Um, Yeah, as we saw in the conversation means to be, just like iru, which means to be. These are our two verbs of existence, so to be or to exist. So um, we had honga taksan aru for there are many books, but Tark, what does it mean when I say kawaii onanoko ga taksan iru? There are a lot of really cute girls. Yes. That would be yeah, correct. Yeah, so, so, so uh, hypothetically, say I have an imaginary friend 
which I don't. I swear to God. Wait, so you want us to imagine that you have an imaginary friend? Yeah, okay. exactly. Exactly. You know, form and function as I do best, right? So, <laughs> uh, would I use iru to talk about my imaginary friend or would I use aru to talk about my imaginary friend? Ah, uh, I have an excellent explanation for you about aru and iru. But can you tell us our last vocabulary word real quick? Well, seems like we're going to have to take you to class because the next word is kyoshitsu. 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 I love it. All right, so that gives us our vocabulary for the day. And in the spirit of keeping my promises, we're going to jump ahead and check out the difference between iru and aru and answer Tark's question. There's these two different words for to exist, so if my imaginary friend, girlfriend, was it romantic? Yeah. Well, it can be now. Nice. You know, she does whatever I tell her to do. I initially just said friend, but you know. Okay, so like in the example of Tarek and his imaginary harem, like mm. we would actually <laughs> use Aru because a harem is not a living thing. So in other words, Idu is used for living things such as people, animals, and insects. It also indicates the presence of a living entity or the state of being alive. So if I wanted to say there is a dog in the garden, and keep in mind this word for garden also means yard, it would be inu ga niwa ni iru. Tark, what does inu mean? Dog. And what is niwa? Garden. Correct. So um, when I take inu ga, Niwa ni iru. I'm saying there is a dog in the yard or in the garden. Now, how would I say she is here in Japanese? Like, or you know, she she is, she exists. Kanojo ga iru. Nice. So kanojo. It's not a lie. She's she's here. I swear. Kanojo ga iru is. A cool sentence, which means she exists. It equally means she is. It equally means she is here, and so on. So now let's talk about aru. It means to exist and to be, but it is not going to be used for living mobile things. This is used for non-living things, such as objects like desks, places like Tokyo, ideas like. Mm, what's a funny idea? Uh, a circus. It's used for objects like. Oh wait, ideas aren't a circus. Isn't an idea. <laughs> That's an object <laughs> and a place. Wait, maybe it's just a place. No, I think you're ideas, right. Ideas, ideas, ideas. Well, yeah, like uh, I don't know. Dude, I got. Uh, you my, got me really thinking deeply about circuses. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Clown World, kid. Sports. There we go. Sports. Right. You can't touch sports. But you can touch an athlete. Well, if you say someone's a good sport, technically you can touch them now. But then that's a person and no longer the sport. Oh. oh. Anyways, uh, but it indicates that um, this auto verb indicates that the presence or an existence of something. Aru is a verb that indicates the presence or existence of something, regardless of whether it's alive or not. Let's look at some examples. 
our first example here is there are books on the desk. It's straight from the conversation. And that's again, nice. there are books on the desk. So now, how would I say there are many beautiful sights in Japan? Nihon niwa utsukushi keshiki ga pakusan aru. And slowly nice. that is Nihon niwa utsukushi keshiki ga pakusan aru. And again, that translates to there are many beautiful sights in Japan. And unlike my imaginary friend, Harem? this is true. Harem. <laughs> right, right. I'm trying to be humble here, okay? <laughs> gotcha. All right. So let's now jump back and talk about some of the cool expressions that were used in our conversation. We had a question that ended in ke. So ke is kind of like ka in that they both start with a K and they both are used to ask questions. But... They are very different in that ke is used to confirm information that you feel like you've already heard before or have been told before, and so it's used to just confirm stuff. So it's kind of like the difference between saying, what's your name, and what's your name again? So if I wanted to just say, what's your name, I would say, namae wa nani? But if I want to say, oh, what's your name again, it would be, ah, namae wa nandake. Namae wa nandake. Who are you? Who are you again? Who are you again? Oh, yeah. Who are you again? <laughs> Who are you again? <laughs> the Kool-Aid man busts through the door. Yeah, so what would this mean? Sensei wa doko ni iruke. Where's Sensei again? Sensei is in his own thoughts again. That's where he is. <laughs> I imagine him doing this with his fingers, you know, kind of like, I don't know what you call it. Well, this. I mean, I don't have to imagine it because you literally just did it right now. <laughs> and you are sensei, so, you know. <laughs> uh, for those of you who can't see the camera, I'm doing a thing I don't know how to describe. On it's, a, it's, it's a Nihonjin <laughs> finger trick. Oh, dude, speaking of Nihonjin finger tricks, do you know that when Japanese people point to themselves, they don't point to their chest like Americans do, but they point to their nose like this. Oh. I didn't know that. All right, so our next expression is that's why or therefore. And in Japanese, it would be Dakara. Dakara. Yeah, dakara is that's why or therefore, and it can come in between two sentences. For example, maybe someone asks you, why did you decide to do whatever job you do? Tarek, why did you, you decide to become a prostitute? Orega kakui dakara shofu ni natta. Yeah, that's how you say it. <laughs> so, so what does what does shofu mean? Yeah, that's your word of the day. It is prostitute, which brings us to our 
naughty word of the day, which is koitsu. Koitsu? Yeah. This is actually oh. another koso ado word. Um, so we talked before about koko. Mm. What did that mean? Here. Soko. There. Asoko. Over there. And doko. Where? Nice. So I thought it'd be fun to, in that same spirit, then go into a more derogatory way to say kono hito, which means this person. Uh, And it is koitsu. Koitsu. So how do I say that person? Soitsu? Yeah. Ah. Now how do I say that dumb person over there? Aoitsu? Close. You're close. Aitsu. Aitsu. And now it's like, which idiot is it? <laughs> ah. Aitsu. So, uh, so. Uh, uh, close. So, Doitsu. Doitsu. Yeah. So, koitsu, soitsu, aitsu, doitsu. Doitsu. So, you're at a bar. You pull the koko swatamoyi. And she's like, hell yeah, you're sitting down. And then your drunk-ass friend comes by, and he starts ruining everything. And you just be like, oh, This is George. Koitsu wa George I don't know, maybe, maybe you'd say it like that. Yeah, you could, to- you could totally introduce someone who, give it, it's not polite, right? And it's not, like, very, like, nice-sounding. But it'd be like, this moron here is my little brother, Kenta. And it could be like, ah, Koitsu wa wouldn't know. What? Ototo no Kenta da or something like that. Right. Yeah. So you can't you can't just be like, ugh, koitsu like this fucking bitch. It can can he can he use it in that sort of context? Like you could legitimately be angry and use koitsu. Ah. Uh. So if I was like you know, in that one example there, right, I used no where I said mm. koitsu wa ore no ototo and ototo's little brother. And there mm-hmm. I'm using the particle no. Let's go ahead and break that down. One right, more time. Tark. The particle no indicates possession or association between two things. And it can sort of be thought of as the equivalent of of in English, right? So how would I say my book or literally the book of me in Japanese? Ore no hon. Nice. I like how you did the casual version. And in other words, Japanese doesn't have separate irregular possessive pronouns like my or yours or theirs because you just take whatever you want to talk about put no after it and then the thing that they own comes after it so if it is her house this third example here tark how do we say that ka no jo no ie ka no jo no ie which is her house now if i were a pimp which i am to my imaginary harem i would say <laughs> Ore no chauffeur. And since Japanese doesn't have plurals, I can just say one word, and it implies the whole harem, doesn't it? You know, that's actually a point that I thought, like, you know, we should bring up. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, like, if you have been paying attention, you'll notice that in the conversation we said there are lots of books on her desk, but we didn't change hon at all to say that, right? We just said hon ga Taksan aru. And automatically, we just think of that in the plural. 
But in Japanese, for most nouns and for even most pronouns, you don't typically pluralize them. There is a way to make things plural, but it's usually only done for first person pronouns. Watashi tachi. More on that in the future. We'll have a whole lesson about that. But if I wanted to say, like, Tariq's dog, and he's got a very cute dog. How would I say that, Tariq? Tariq no inu. Good. Tariq no inu wa kawaii. That means Tariq's dog is cute. Again, factually accurate. Yeah, it's cute little Shiba Inu. Or he's not really little. He's kind of big, right? Yeah, he's 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 like he's like this oof. big. That's good. Yeah, he's convenient sized. Convenient sized. Yeah. Our next point about no is that it can also be used to ask questions in casual speech. So Tariq goes up to someone and says, "Do you want to do it?" How'd you say that in Japanese? Yeah, now this isn't the only way to ask questions in casual speech. We're not going to break them all down. But just know if you encounter a sentence in Japanese that ends in no, like this, it's most likely a question. So real quick, that is Ya-ri-ta-i-no. Ya-ri-ta-i-no. All right, let's go ahead and run through some exercises. I'm going to... Read a Japanese sentence out loud, and then we're going to have Tarek translate them back for us. All right. There we go. So the first one is this. Where's my pussy? I, I mean, where's my cat? <laughs> I should have saw that where's coming. Where's my pussy? I should have saw that coming. <laughs> In all seriousness, yeah. the... Translation is, where is my cat? Yeah. <laughs> it just means cat. <laughs> like yeah, ne exactly. Neko does not mean anything else. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but it's going to help you remember it. How's that number two? <laughs> this book is mine. Very good. Oh. Yeah. So number three, we have. That person's car is is a Toyota and yes. Kuruma 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 means car. It's a car. Car. <laughs> Vehicle. Number four. This is my friend's room. Nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Don't go in there. My room's open. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number five. Kono miseno sushi wa This restaurant sushi is delicious. Nice. Yep. We learned last time about the word mise, right? Good times. Stop. All right. And that concludes our lesson about the particle no and iru versus Aru, Tark, what was the coolest thing you learned today? Uh, chauffeur. <laughs> I, I learned how to refer to my harem as chauffeur. Or, or, or chauffeur was the prostitute. So are you implying that my harem can't be made of prostitutes? Oh, well, I thought you were saying the chauffeur meant harem in Japanese. My bad. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, listeners, uh, I, was... pay, I pay for my imaginary friends. <laughs> Who are you paying? 
and I want the like money. Imaginary camp. I wish I was getting paid for your imagination stuff. That would be no, great. You, don't. you do not want to be subjected to that, my friend. Do I have to be subjected, or could I just get the money? <laughs> I don't believe in paying people for doing no work. You, you, you got to do something. But you know you, what I mean? So then who are you paying? What work are they doing? <laughs> Anyways, um, listeners, let I'm us know <laughs> what your favorite part of this episode was. Um, and if you happen to find it educational, entertaining, either or, or just both, edgy, or just edgy, <laughs> then please leave us a rating. Let us know in the comments, and stay like tuned. And subscribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for that next episode, which we'll be really getting into them prepositions. Yeah, and... I get to finally tell my imaginary harem how to go down. Down, down. To the shop to pick up the celery for the cooking I'm going to do for all of them later on tonight. He's going to put peanut butter in between. He's going to make celery sticks with peanut butter. That's it. Penis butter. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> so we'll see you there. Mata ne. Arigatouzaimasu. Arigatouzaimasu. All right, I need to take a piss real quick.